Welcome to the Readings and Ramblings podcast, where we ramble about the Bible and the books we're reading, all from a Christian worldview. We're your hosts, Janice Jones and Shanna Vera, and we invite you to journey with us in our thoughts and exchange of ideas. Our hope is that these conversations will inspire you to read and grow in faith with friends. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Readings and Ramblings. I am Janice Gentles-Jones. And I am Shanna Vera. Thank you for joining us again. Yay, we're so excited to be here. (laughs) All right, Shanna, what are we doing this week? Oh, your quote. Do you want to go first for your quote? I can go first. That's fine. So we usually share a quote. So we're going to be sharing something that we... That caught our attention this week. This one's kind of a silly one, but I don't know. I kind of liked it, so we're going with it. All right. Um, I like silly. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. There is nothing like looking if you want to find something. You certainly usually find something if you look, but it is not always quite the something you were after. Oh. And that is from J.R. Tolkien, The Hobbit. Oh. Is that the... is that at the beginning, the middle, or the end? Uh, it's more towards the beginning, because I'm not that far through the book yet. Okay. <laughs> I am slowly but surely reading that book. I love um, it. Who's, was it the um, narrator who said it, or was it Bill? What is it, Bill? Bilbo Baggins. Bilbo? Uh-huh. Yeah. He said it. Oh. Cool so beat. I just thought it was kind of cute, because, I mean, it's true on a deeper level and also a shallow level. Like, how many times have, like, you lost something and you're looking and you find something and you're like, oh, is that where that is? Like, that happens a lot. But also on a deeper level, I feel like sometimes you're on a search and you think you know what you're looking for. Yep. Or even, like, you're praying to God for something to be revealed. And it's not always what you're expecting to find. Yeah. So I kind of felt like you could really take that on several levels. And it was you took also it on a deeper like, level. It was, yeah, it was funny and silly, and I don't know. It just it made me laugh. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, I don't know. I think mine is on the fun side also, I think. Well, it's from a fun book, if I can find it. I just had it. I just had it. Okay, here we go. So mine is from The Velveteen Rabbit, which I just read for the first I time this week. I love that book. <laughs> See, that brings me back to childhood, so. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe I missed out on reading this uh, story. So I am excited because I've, I've read it three times, and I, I and I probably will read it another three times before the week is out because it is such a beautiful story. Now but I kind of anyway. want to read it with the boys. <laughs> I have read it to, I have read it to them before, but it's been a little while, so I it's think I want to pull it out. It's definitely worth taking out and... Oh, and I know they have a, a rabbit somewhere. Somebody's one of your boys. Oh, yeah. Have a rabbit. Oh, yeah. We do. <laughs> and we have one that we very we love very dearly. So Wait, I did feel you like... have one? I never had a rabbit. A stuffed I, animal I rabbit. never had a stuffed rabbit either. But Titus got one when he was like, I don't know, three months old. And he loves his he rabbit. Loves so um, I think he'll so, really take to the story. Oh, I think he will now. You can let him bring out the rabbit, too. Oh, my yep. goodness. I got to get a rabbit now. <laughs> I'll hold on to it but so this is what um that I one of the things so there's many things that I liked from here but this was my quote so that I liked one of them anyway he says uh, it doesn't happen all at once since said the skin horse you become it takes a long time that's why it doesn't happen often to people who break easily or have sharp edges or have to be kept have to be carefully kept 
generally by the time you are real most of your hair has been loved off and your eyes dropped out and you get loose in the joints and very shabby but these things don't matter at all because once you are real you can't be ugly except to people who don't understand oh isn't that That's beautiful so it makes oh. me think of my stuffed animal when I was little. I had this bear, and I got him on my sixth birthday. And he went through a lot, this bear, and I think to most he would seem ugly. <laughs> so <laughs> I had left him sitting on top of a lamp once, and the lamp was on, and the light bulb got so hot that he had a burn mark on his <gasps> stomach. No. Like his hair turned like an orangey color, and he was a brown bear. <laughs> and then my sister's dog ripped out one of his eyes and his oh. nose. So my wow. mom sewed up the one eye and she glued a button for his nose. Thank goodness. And for like mom. just she told me some story about like this one eyed cat that she liked when she was younger and like it's okay. And so <laughs> I just accepted it and I loved him anyway. But he was some beat up looking bear. And then like I loved him so much that his hair wasn't fluffy anymore. And it was like he was a sad bear. Like I looked at him at one point, like as an adult, and I'm like, that's not something I'm gonna hand down to my children. <laughs> But he was a good bear. He was a good bear. He was real to you. He was real. <laughs> and loved. Loved dearly. Oh, yes. And it hurt sometimes for that poor bear. <laughs> but that's what I loved about it. It's like, cause, you know, it's like if it's an unused stuffed animal, then it's not real. It's not a real you know yeah. stuff animal that's loved right the ones that are loved that are, are the ones that are beat up and one eyed right. <laughs> and scorched here <laughs> oh, so i don't know if you haven't read the velveteen rabbit then you've got to read it you have got it, to read it it is a worthy read yes <laughs> worthy worthy read so i'm so glad anyway. you shared that See, we, we were both light. We both went light today. Yeah. It must <laughs> Although be you took yours a little deep. Um, I, no, that's fine. I was going to say, we could go deep with the Velveteen <laughs> Rabbit, too. We'll save that for another episode. That is true. That is very true, actually. <laughs> so um, this week, what are we talking about? We, we said we were going to move to Samuels, but we told you reminded me that we skipped Ruth. So Well, yeah. I didn't quite remember. I just kind of like finished it and realized the next book was Ruth and I was like oh hello <laughs> hi Ruth <laughs> yeah I forgot you were there <laughs> it is, is a of- little book but I feel like it packs a strong story so oh let's talk about Ruth I Ruth is one of my favorite bible stories or bible Mine characters too. and Mine I too. love I love her personality I and love- I don't know if it's because there's not that many women in the bible and I just feel like that's why it ends up being one of my favorites. But I just, no. I really do feel like she has so many great qualities that it's not yes. just like, oh, it's one of the few women, so I'll love her. But like, no, she no. was worthy of her own she book. She was so. worthy. She was definitely worthy of her own book. So, because um, if we, uh, let's, well, let's summarize it. Um, so Ruth is, Ruth is the daughter-in-law of Ooh, why can't I think of her name? Naomi? Naomi, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, my brain went blank. Of Naomi, who just, who's lost her two husbands, her two husbands, her two sons and her one husband. Um, and so she's telling Ruth to go back to her hometown because she doesn't have any more children for Ruth to marry and makes, you know, it makes no sense to stay with her anymore. But what and I, I think it's Ruth, important to point out is the fact that like during that time, yeah. without a man, 
it's hard to survive. Like, yeah. there's not like, oh, go out and get a job and support yourself. Like, that isn't an option. So you're talking about for, Naomi, right? For Naomi and for Ruth, and Ruth, Ruth yes. To stay well, at least with Ruth Naomi, is younger. She yeah. is. But if she were to stay, like, she's, she doesn't have another son to marry. So, like, who's going to care for her? Naomi is already like, I don't know how I'm going to care for myself. Yeah. But, like, I, I can't even help you because I can't help myself. Like, she's in yes. such a predicament. Yeah. And so I feel like it's such a weird, it, it's such a weird concept to be, like, you're destitute without a man in your life. <laughs> Very true. Although they did have provisions, right? Because, I'll, I mean, but backstory is that they're not in any of the is they're not in any of the lands by the Israelites. They're outside of Israelite territory, right? Mm-hmm. Because I think when it was um, Israel, Israel had a famine and they had went to like Canaanite land, right? If I'm yep. not mistaken, and so. But because there are provisions, right? If if you are, if you're uh, a widow, that there are certain there were certain rules that were you know set up for widows, right? But not where they were. And the and that's that why were. her sons ended up marrying these Moabitess women because they weren't, they were outside of their land. Um, yes, and and so now so now she. But so Ruth actually is still in her hometown, so she could actually just go back. Home, right. right. And Naomi tells her, go back to your family, go yeah. back to, you know, your people. And she, they're young, both of them, the two girls, they can remarry. Yeah. And Orpah decides, her other daughter-in-law decides, yeah, that's the way to go because yeah. I, you have nothing to offer me. And then there's like that iconic quote that Ruth is like, no, I'm, oh. you know, your God will be my God and your Wherever people, you my go. people. Yes. And where you go, I will I go. go. And yeah. I, I kind of wanted that to be my quote this week, but I'm like, that's the whole story. And I don't want to get oh. into that before we're ready. So, but you just love that. Like her dedication to her mother-in-law. And that says a lot. I feel like mother-in-law is like, that's usually people have difficult relationships, but I, like, that's, that's the dream right there to love your mother-in-law that much. that so you're like, no, I don't know what's going to happen to us, but it's going to happen together. Like, but you know, I think it also, we always talk about Ruth, but I think there's a lot to Naomi too, because like you just said, you know, usually mother-in-laws, there's that negative connotation. But yeah. also, I'm thinking that in their household, I get the impression that um, Naomi was very faithful, like you know, in her worship of God, or you know, because how would Ruth know to want that? You yeah. know what I mean? Like they yeah, weren't no. just she was they weren't just woman. Israelites in name. Like they, they it sounded like they were practicing you know yeah and later on Naomi tells her to do some weird things and Ruth like never questions anything Naomi says she has such trust in this woman yeah that like whatever she says is right yes I mean to have that much faith in somebody you've done something to have someone have that much faith in you so it definitely it definitely reflects that Naomi was this a woman of character woman yes Yes. exactly a god-fearing woman yeah and you know so she doesn't get the credit because the book is called Ruth. Ruth. but i think (laughs) naomi definitely um is someone on the list of women to admire in the bible you know it doesn't tell you but based off of ruth's actions i think it says a lot about who naomi was so when i was little um we were a part of a homeschool group and we put on the play um ruth 
and I was Naomi, so I definitely oh, was. I feel be. for Naomi. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I do too. Because and and to think, like with Naomi, you know, she lost her, her husband and then her sons. I don't remember which order, but I mean, that was everybody that she yep. lost. You know, everyone that she loved dearly. So yeah, she was bitter, but. Something about Ruth, too, because Ruth could have been like, oh, I'm not going to be around her. But Ruth yeah. decided to stay with her, too. So yeah. Two of my favorite women. Yep. <laughs> but I I do think, um, so So they go along their way and they come back. Um, I forget which, where, where, which one of the towns um, where the Israelites are. What family are they from? I couldn't remember. I, what tribe? I don't remember what tribe they were from, but um, they go um, back to her hometown. It has to be the tribe of Judah, right? Because that's um, she's in the because... lineage of Jesus. Yes, that's it's true. It's not from me remembering from my reading this week, unfortunately. But I do know <laughs> no, that, that she's in Jesus' lineage. So. Yes, that makes sense. Because Boaz, their son, she and Boaz have a son. And Obed. Jesse. Obed. Obed and then Obed has, has Jesse, Jesse. And then Jesse, Jesse has David. David. Yeah. Oh, the things you remember from Sunday school. Let me tell right? you. Right? <laughs> Sometimes I have to sing it, but I get there. <laughs> I remember that one. Um, I love, you know what I did? I, I love that because once you get to the New Testament, like I, that was when I was younger, like Sunday school age, I made, I was, I saw that connection. I'm like, hey, we know those names. Cause you know, everyone knows the story of David, right. you know? And so, and we, and you also know that David's father was Jesse, but right. when it was, you know, when it goes through the lineage of, you know, Obed and then um, Boaz and Boaz was Ruth. Because, of course, you know the Ruth story, too. You like right. it, it was like a nice little aha moment. Like, yeah, ah. I love when that happens. I still have those moments now where I'm like, oh, that's that person. So I still love those moments. Yeah, me too. Or just, yeah, like you like there is this there is this book. I don't know if you've read it. And I actually haven't read it. I've been meaning to, trying to, but it's called Adam and His Kin, The Lost okay. History of Their Lives and Time. Um, it's a, uh, a book that's um, on the Simply Charlotte Mason curriculum, if you do the... Actually, it should be on, if you're doing it uh, the first year, if you're doing Egypt, the first history um, it's one of the family books that you read together. Okay, I am. Kin. But I didn't order that book, so I'll have to look and check it Actually, out. Actually, it's, it's a for great, that, it's worth it. Is it for it. little kids, you think? Yes, yes. Okay. Yes, absolutely. It's for the family. Right. It's for the okay. family. But what I, I love about, but it's so, it follows the history from Adam up until Noah. Oh, but okay. it's so, it's great to read along as you're reading the Bible, especially if you're in, if you're at the beginning. But it is embellished a little bit because... She's not, she's telling the story of what happened. So like um, something she's saying are things that we don't know that were said, but she's kind of like putting it in there. So it's, okay. it says it weaves a continuous story from many sources. So it's not directly from the Bible, but just what we know about history. So like right. what I love is that she was, as they're talking about, um, Cain and the different people, it, it, it's telling you which tribes, 
like the names that we know, like that they are from. I'm like, oh, I didn't right. know. Like, uh, you know, like the Sumerians were this and this came and um, from yeah. Noah's three sons that this that. is what yeah. those try. Yeah. So this yeah. is I, that Adam and his kin is a good one. Okay. I'll have to so check it's like, that oh, I so want to add that in there <laughs> this year too. Yeah. But, um, but yes, it's like those aha moments of, oh, see, like knowing, because like if you know, like after the flood, you have uh, the three, the three sons, and then you know every all everything else, all the other people are coming from you know Noah's three sons, right? And so it's kind of like making those connections, like oh, that was this group, this son. We just know. finished, which was on the Charlotte Mason um, reading list, was I think it's called the the true story or the real story of Noah. Yes. And uh, that one was really well done. Once Ooh. again, there's stuff where it'll say, you know, we don't know exactly, but let's imagine what it would be like. And you kind of go into that. And I really enjoyed that. So. What was the name of it? I think it was called The True Story or The Real Story of Noah. Of Noah? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I have to and look uh, for that. It, it's, they... it's not a long read and the yeah. pictures are beautiful. Mm. Um, so I, I really that. I will look into that because I, I, it kind of, you know, like you do read the Bible, of course, but you know, sometimes having these other books alongside it, you know, kind it of brings, brings it, it alive. Like I meant to tell you, thank you so much for reminding me of the audio book. Cause remember you said you were reading the, um, the audio book to the kids, I'm not reading it, but you have the the Word of Promise audio book yeah, that you're yeah. using. I have it, Shanna. Okay. I've had it for ye for a few years now, but I totally forgot about it. So now I use that to listen to my Bible readings in the morning. But it, it does bring it makes it come alive because you know they have right? the sound effects and yeah. like the different actors. And I was like, whoa, I was missing out on this. So thank you. I meant to tell so you that. Good. I'm so glad. <laughs> I know because you were like, I have it and I don't listen to it. I'm like, oh, I guess she didn't like it. <laughs> no, I forgot I had but, it. Yeah. I'm like, and you were saying they've updated it. It's it's much easier to navigate now yes. um, than it used to be. Because I yes. was like, I didn't have any problems. You can go to any chapter or book you need to. So and yeah, that's what made, made it go really and easy look. to navigate now. Yeah, so now, like, you know, in the app, it has... The, you know, the UAT can read the Bible for you. But yeah, I'm like, no, I got my word of promise. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. you know, and they're like, is um, the dramatization is what I love. It's like, yeah. God. So I, it actually kind of, you know, took the uh, mundaneness out of the reading, you know, oh, for good. lack of a better word. It just yeah. brought it to life. So I was like, yes, thank you. Word of promise. And thank you, Shanna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was kind of, I was kind of hoping it would encourage the boys. I don't want to be like, oh, my boys think the Bible is boring. But I do feel like when I read straight from the Bible, they struggle to pay attention. So <laughs> interpret <laughs> that as you will. <laughs> I know. I was going to say, listen, sometimes it can, like, I didn't want to say mundane, but sometimes it can be, you know, yeah. like you heard the stories already, but um I like that it was dramatized. So I was like, yeah, oh, I gotta remember it makes to it a little Shanna. bit more Thank exciting. You. It does. It does. And it's still the Bible. It's just, you know. I feel like I want to listen to Ruth on it. I feel like that'll be a fun one because there's a lot of like narration and stuff. I'm going to go back. I'm going to have to do that. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I'm going to go back because I didn't start. You, I think you mentioned it last week or the week before. So yeah. I, I was listening to it for Samuel 
Okay. But I totally will look, listen yeah, to it. Yeah, and that's a room. short book, so I feel like I can do it <laughs> and keep up with my Bible reading at the same time. And they okay. sell it now on Audible, like the different um, chapters. Like I have the all oh, of it, okay. the one that has yeah, the Yeah, I have the whole one. Yes, but I've seen how you could just buy just the book. You know, oh, okay. like the book of Ruth or the book of, you know, Joe. Yeah, I had Audible credit, so I just got the whole thing. But, um, yes, me too. But, yeah. Okay, but cool. But, yeah, so so we're up to what happens. Oh, yeah, so Ruth makes it with Naomi to the tribe of Judah. Yeah. And then I think this is where it gets really crazy is that she go, Naomi tells her to go out into the fields that she might find favor, which I thought was interesting, like, I guess Ruth must have been very beautiful. You have to picture she, she must was. just be like people noticed her. Yes. And Naomi must have realized that this would happen and she knew that Boaz was there was a kin in their kinsman in their family. Yes. So she goes out to the field and I didn't really think much of it, but it must have been like a dangerous situation because you have the men working in the field and then you have these women and Boaz makes it very clear that they are to protect her. You may, you know, he he makes sure that she stays close by the other women that yes. are also gathered, like gleaning. And so he's like protecting her already. He notices her. He's immediately like, "Oh, who's that new woman in my field?" And right. That's what makes me think she's attractive. Yeah. Right? So like, like he was walking by there. and exactly and was like, yeah. "Oh, I've never who's seen that? this one before." Yeah. So he definitely. <laughs> She caught his eye. And then later on, it's cute. He's like, oh, leave extra grain for her to pick up. Like, I they're know. just dropping stuff. Like, throw it on the ground for her. And he doesn't know who she is. Yet. No. But he's like, I get the, what do you think? He was like 30, 40? Like, you know, like, yeah, trying I to figure out. Yeah, I think he has to like, be kind of young-ish. No, I thought he was older. Oh, you think 30, 40 is old? No, and back in those days. Back in those days, that's young. That's like a baby. You live to like 500. So, (laughs) no, I guess during that time, they weren't living that old. But they were living to like 180. So, I mean, he still had like over 100 years ahead of him. So, (laughs) that's not that old. I forgot about the age thing. But I know they marry young. So, I'm like thinking she's probably in her early 20s. But but we know that he's older or something. And he's in his 40s. But, okay, so maybe he's in his 60s, 70s. (laughs) That's still prime of life. <laughs> still got a hundred years even, to go. But you know what? Even though he is still in his um even though they lived older, they still couldn't have children for a while. Because remember right. when Abraham right. was like No, I 100. do think I think Ruth must have been somewhat young. And I find it interesting she had no children with her first husband. She did. And not. it wasn't like she was a barren woman who couldn't because she gets pregnant right away with uh, Boaz. With Boaz. So, yes. Um, Something because she was just married or she newly must have married. Been, yeah, not married that long. She was, yeah. And so, yeah, I don't know. It's very I don't weird. know either. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so anyway, she ends up finding favor in his sight. But then the weirdest thing happens. So she comes back and she's got all this barley and whatever. And so her mother-in-law is like excited that things are going as she thought. And then she tells her, oh, go to the threshing floor where he'll be at nighttime. Yes, and that and just like, seems like extremely inappropriate. For a and young, for a woman. Yes. Right? I'm like, to be out at night by exactly. herself unexported. And then uncover his feet and lay down. And I'm like, I know. It's like, seems wow, like some weird. That's very at this personal. point, I'd be like, um, excuse me, I have a question. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you are want you, me to do? Are you pimping me out? <laughs> 
exactly. You kind of feel like she's like, this is what we got to do. But it's weird that Naomi is like, she really knows her stuff. She knows like, she stuff. Knew I was about to say, she exactly knows Exactly what was going to happen. Like, she I was know. able to really plan this. So, I mean, good job on her part. But it was a very weird story where you're like, what? Where is this going? I would like to do a little research on what that meant. Like, you know, know. like, is that like marriage ceremony stuff yeah. to take the shoes off? Because they like, wear sandals. Yeah. Right? Like, the men wear sandals. But she... But to take, I mean, even now, if he was to go take some man's shoes off, that's very personal. But like, yeah, I don't know. What did that mean to uncover his feet? I'm like, I was thinking maybe he's sleeping and she took like the blanket off of his feet, maybe. I don't know. I know. And it's weird that the feet would be like this. And then he realizes she's there. Yeah. And he's like, oh, lay down and sleep till the morning. I don't know. And then she gets up before anyone can see her, though. And she leaves. Yes. So she yes. didn't want anyone to know. And, and he told her to leave, right? He was right. the one who told her. Well, he to told leave. her to stay. He said stay till the morning. Till so the he morning, told her but to stay. But yeah. But leave before anybody right. else. Cuz so he knew it would be like scandalous, I guess. Yes. And it would I guess would soil her name, like nobody would want her then. Yeah. And then it turns out that he's not the closest kinsman to her. There's one closer, so he has first dibs. So yep. he has to go to this man and say, would you like to buy her and all of her possessions yes. and her mother-in-law? Yes. <laughs> and, uh, and he's like, or if I you get this I... property, then if you buy the house and she, she's, she's part of what you, yeah. Inherit. Which is like yeah. so weird. Like you buy his land and his home and you get his wife, but I guess but you know what was I thought was interesting is that that we know from Leviticus or yeah. numbers you know, that was something yeah. that was established. The way to do it, right. Yes. So you could see that the custom was still being followed right now, you know, with that. But the man couldn't afford to buy the house and the land, so he couldn't have the women. And so he has to give him his shoe. And once again, I think he didn't whole want to, Shanna. Wasn't it that you he, think didn't he didn't want, want to? Her? I don't know. I he, he just said, I cannot. To. He says he can, so I don't know why he can't. I think because he, um, because you have to give. Because if she has a child, then oh, right. that it's child gonna... would inherit everything. And, and that means his other kids would, wouldn't right. um, get anything. And he didn't want to do he that. He didn't want that. That's right. But I think that's bad. Because remember, in the new, doesn't that come up again in the New Testament? How you're not supposed to refuse? All right? Like, well, I'm I mean, thinking I like guess... Jesus told a story. I can't remember. But I now. feel like he didn't have to because Boaz was there willing to. And this guy's like, listen, if you want her, you take her. You know, like, he, it wasn't <laughs> a big deal to him because it wasn't yeah. like she was going to be destitute because of the fact that somebody else was going to, yeah. um, I guess, I, pay, pay for her. I loved how they do business. You know, just yeah, like, and then right, you just take like, off your sandals. Yeah, you <laughs> hand it to me. And then everybody in the presence of the that were around them was like, you all bear witness to this. And they were like, yes, we bear witness. And I was like, okay. That's it's such like... a difference from now. You got to get a notary public yeah. or, you know, or sign a contract. And, I know. You know. I just want to use that line sometime. We're like, I we're know. making a deal. I'm like, can you all bear witness? <laughs> I'm taking off my sandals. Shanna's Here. taking off hers. <laughs> oh, Come bear witness. I love that, though. Very simple. Very simple. Yep. Very simple. <laughs> Much easier. But I love that he was that he was willing to do the right thing. You know, like he yep. wasn't thinking about. I mean, you figure 
you wonder why he was I do wonder why he wasn't married yet because he he seemed like he was a um you know successful person yeah I thought that was weird too so maybe he wasn't that old because he didn't even have a wife and it wasn't I was thinking he wasn't attractive Maybe, maybe he right? wasn't attractive. He could have like been. Like he ugly. was older, kind of. You know what I was thinking of, like the um, Scarlet Letter. You know, um, Chillingworth Hester and Chillingsworth. You know, the old man. <laughs> Except for Boaz girl. was a good man. He was a good man. He was a good man, <laughs> and he did the right thing. And he and and I loved that. It was is a redemption story in terms of for Naomi, because right. you know their first child, Naomi. Um, they gave not gave to Naomi, but she was able to. You know, she was. Did, did I read that wrong? Like she was nursing the first child. Like I'm like yeah, Naomi can't I, nurse the first child. I, <laughs> like, I also how does that like, work? What she became what? the the child's nurse. I'm like nurse, and I was like, did they maybe mean, nurse like, means different? <laughs> yeah, maybe she just meant like she cared for him because how would that be possible? How possible old is this woman? Like she said, she was unable to bear any more children. So I'm like, how are you nurse? I don't know. Yes, yeah, I'm thinking I also, nurse must be a different. Yeah, word. I'm like maybe it's like nanny. <laughs> yeah, like nanny, like grandma, nana, yeah. nana. Yep, yep. <laughs> it was nana. <laughs> like, I know. Yeah. I was confused too. <laughs> like I meant to look that up. We got to look up like the maybe the the original word in Greek or Hebrew. Yeah, or, like what in the world they talking probably about? Probably Hebrew. <laughs> but I love that she was redeemed, like because you know, like that felt like that was her her yeah. chance again to. Yep. You know, to have a family, to and the thing is, be a grandma. Whole, her whole <laughs> family know? line had died because of her son's dying. Yes. Like, that was it. There's no one to continue on her family. When she passed away, that would have been the end of it. So to yes. have Ruth step up, marry the next person in their family line to keep the name going. Yes. It, it and a tribe, right? Yep. That's the Judah tribe. Yep. Yes. So I, I love that story. And she changed her name, right? Because she was like, my name is no longer Naomi, it's Mara, yeah. but bitter. But um, now she she didn't have that. And Ruth. Which it kind of reminded than... me of that book that we read. Um, Which one? Redeeming Love. He oh. calls he calls Angel he the whole time her. Mara because she's a bitter woman. yes. Bitter. Yeah. <laughs> And that Absolutely. whole thing was about redeeming love, which is the whole theme of Boaz and Ruth is the redeeming love there. So Yeah, a redemption of two kinds, right? A redemption yep. for Ruth and a redemption for Naomi. Yep. And, uh, and uh, the beginnings of, well, not the beginnings, but the continuation of Jesus's family line. So right. that is a good book. Yeah. Hey, for Ruth. <laughs> now we can't um we i was gonna say i don't know can we compare ruth to hester <laughs> oh, any okay oh, here let's do a challenge let's do a challenge shanna any similarities between ruth and hester um i know let me think i gotta think about that too besides both being women both being young marrying older men that's all I got. <laughs> I know, right? She doesn't have any of the qualities. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's about it for the similarities. <laughs> Wait, are we missing anything? No. Uh, they both have children. A child. That is true. They do. They did have a child. Not the same way. No. No. 
And and honestly, I feel like um, Hester has no guidance. Like, Ruth had Naomi telling her, this is what you do, this is what you do next. Like, Hester has nobody in her life that is mentoring her, That's very true. That is way. very true. Because they never mention, like, where is her mom? Like, why is yeah, she? Yeah, I mean, she's completely alone in this world. And she's originally from England because her husband sent her over to live with the Puritans. And she and did have a family. There. Right, because she but did not, have a family. Not, not there. there. Not there, yeah. Not but there. back in England, so she's been completely cut off. And, you know, it's not like, oh, you get on the phone, you call mom, or you Skype her, you know? It's like, right. it's and so Right, and it probably different. wasn't as easy just to get on the, on a ship. You probably had to have the money to, you know, go back to England. You know what and I mean? Those, like to go those back home. trips were not easy. And exactly. It was far, and it, yes, they weren't easy, so... Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Actually, I didn't really thought about it. She did not have that mentor. Um, I think that makes a big difference. And I really feel like that even, like, in everyone's lives, I feel like everybody needs to have some type of mentor or even just friends to encourage them. <laughs> and you know what was interesting, too, Shanna, because in in after she had the baby it wasn't they never there was no mention that she had friends prior to that so i'm thinking no. you're right she was alone yeah. like none of the townswomen took, took her, her under her under their wings you know being yeah. that she's a young girl without her husband yeah um interesting and maybe why maybe into leads you to make you know decisions that maybe someone could have counseled you out of yeah know. i mean she was extremely lonely and i think the only person giving her counsel was um, Dimsdale, and she ended up falling for him. <laughs> and he fell for his patient, <laughs> or yeah. his uh, his congregant, <laughs> which yes. was not good. No. But um, I don't, I just has to remind us of anybody else in the Bible. I can't mm. think of it right now. We'll have to come back to that. Yeah, I'm going to have to think on that one. Anything, do you think, any comparison to her and, and Naomi? She never no. had a bitterness. Even, it didn't seem like she had a bitterness. No. Like, even though her husband was, um, she didn't know the status of her husband. I guess maybe because she was young. They are at different points in their life. Right. So She has hope know, for the future. Yeah, and she was attractive. So, yeah, where... Um, not that Naomi, they, we don't know if Naomi was attractive or not, but we know that she was. She was at an age the where, point. yeah, no one's mm -hmm. really marrying you if you're not right. if you're not of childbearing age. Right. I mean, really, back so, then, that was the only thing they ever cared about was if you could have children. <laughs> if you can have children, I know, yeah. isn't that so and sad? That was like your soul work. Uh, yep. <laughs> well, it was a good thing because children were considered, you know, a blessing. You know, yeah. Because, uh, but. Yeah, if you didn't have children, then man, that was hard for It's you. funny how society has changed so much from that. Now yeah. it's like you get judged a lot when you have, I mean, I know because I have a large family. Yes. Um, but, but people there's always are judging the, you. There's comments all the time and people I don't even know, strangers will be like, oh, I hope you're done or you're not going to have any more. And Isn't I'm just that like, awful? you don't even know me. Like That's so personal. You're making a judgment and you don't know me. And what wow. is it based off of, you know? So yes. I, I find that very interesting. I get a lot of odd questions um, about, like, why I would even want that many kids or why I had that many kids. People or, have asked like, that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yep. my goodness. 
Yeah. That is like, so oh, did you not they, personal. They've said things like, oh, do you not realize how that happens? Or do you not have a TV in your home? Like, people have made those comments to me. And I'm like, that's extremely inappropriate. Very uh, inappropriate and rude and condescending and Yeah. Disgusting. I've actually spoken to other large families and they've heard those things too. So I'm like, okay, it's a common common issue of people yeah. with larger families. But yeah, the the love and respect for women who have a lot of children is not there anymore. Has changed. Has yeah. definitely changed. I think they think that it's like um, we're overpopulating the world, and it's like a terrible. Sin oh, that's one argument. Yeah, and then so. and you have to save the world and save the planet, and we can't do that if you're bringing people into the planet, <laughs> right? Because I've heard, I've heard, I've heard, and I won't even go into that. Um, <laughs> But yeah, yeah. It, it, uh, it 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 has changed. Our, yeah. our cultures has definitely changed because, uh, I mean, I think you were okay if you had one back in the in ancient times. If you had yeah. one child, it was better than having none. None, right? But one was. But like women, one who is, could have one a is lot not of great children. if you're if you're a sister wife is if right. is having six. A whole like bunch. remember That's Rachel the, and Leah? Yeah, you, know? you think of Rachel and Leah and. <laughs> yep. You know, Leah was having son after son, and that was the other thing. She was producing boys. Yeah, and but that's it was the just, prize. Yeah, and so it was like she was definitely, you know, well valued for that. But uh, you and you think about how far it is from God's plan, you know, in terms of you know God did say be fruitful and multiply. So um, to to make the statement that you know you're restricting the amount of children you're having to preserve the world is so contrary to what the Bible would say. Yeah. I mean, or what we've seen it, what we've seen in the Bible. And I'm thankful I can find the humor too. Yeah. I I'm thankful to find the humor in it. And, and to be honest, like I don't take credit for having that many kids. Most of them were like, Oh, surprise. And the twins, <laughs> twins were a shock. You know, it, it's just, um, I really just feel like that was God's plan for me. Like, I, I'm only fulfilling what was already planned. I don't yeah. think that, you know, that it, anything is a mistake or by accident. So with that yeah. mindset, I can't even see it from their perspective, so it doesn't bother me. I feel like I'm fulfilling God's plan the way that he planned it. And Absolutely. Um, some days that business. goes better than others. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different podcast. <laughs> but I, I I, never, you know, in thinking about what we were saying about Hester and not having that mentor, um, I didn't really think about that from before. It's interesting. We, we you know, just kind of comparing the different characters yeah. uh, with them. And if we were to compare Chillington to Boaz, <clears throat> totally opposite I don't even yeah. know if it, besides them both being male, I think that's the only similarities <laughs> that they have. <laughs> yep. Um, even even in um, motives for marrying. Well, actually, what, what would you say Boaz's motive was for marrying Ruth? Oh, I think it was attraction. And then it was yeah. duty. Like, at first it was attraction because he didn't even realize she was a responsibility. Yeah. Um, at first, I think she was attracted. He was attracted to her. And then yeah. once he realized, you know, that she was part of his family line, yeah, then it became like, okay, this is also my duty. So, yeah, yeah. I think that made it a very special. Where Chill- Chillington, I guess it was just attraction. 
Yeah. I mean, I think at one point the book mentions that um, he should have known better, you know, in marrying yep. someone so young. And actually she at some point um, later on in the book where she's mad that because she felt like he should have known better than to, you know, to marry someone, you know, young like her. You yeah. know, like she, she he trapped her in, yep. in a sense. You know? Yeah. And I think he knew that, like he wanted her as a possession, and then yeah. he didn't like, properly you know, care for her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he exactly, he still wanted to. Um, he still wanted to do what? Because wasn't it that he was studying and he wanted to travel? Yeah, you know? he wanted to like live his life and also have her, but he didn't balance it at all. It was like no. it was so selfish and egotistical. Everything he did. And, you know, I think he got what he deserved in the end. Like, he didn't, he didn't do well, he lost a lot. the right way. Yeah, he, exactly. Yes, he lost a lot. Because where, where are we now, Shanna? We're at the point where... So I think um, we're up to chapter 15, where Pearl and Hester are walking through the woods together. I gotta tell you, Pearl is like, I like her. She's and like I, the best part of the whole story. She's, she's, the, she's weird, t- but like she makes the story so funny. Interesting. Like the things that the things that Hawthorne gives her character to say is just like beyond a, beyond a three year old and a seven year old. Yeah, yeah. So she's supposed to be like seven now, and she tells her yes. mom like, "Oh, the sunlight doesn't like you. It avoids you." Stay here so I can be in the sunlight. If you come, it'll leave. And it's like, what are you saying, kid? Like, it was so weird. And then, like, she's, like, you know, playing in the sunlight and everything. And then her mom comes and she's like, see, I told you. If you come, the sunlight will leave. And it's like, and the sunlight did leave. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, okay, I don't know what's okay. going on right now. And then oh. she's like, she's like, mommy, why does the pastor grab his chest? Is it the same as the A on your chest? Is that Did why he does it? Yeah, and she yes. kept saying it. She brought oh it up goodness. like she made that Multiple connection times. and just kept talking and, about it. And her mom was like, "I don't even know." And to her say mom right now. didn't even make that connection. Like, I know. Nobody else is making that connection yeah. except for seven-year-old. Yeah, she's like, "Oh, is that why he does it, mother?" And she kept oh, asking her like goodness. over and over, and she was like, "Go play now, child. <laughs> Get away from me." <laughs> Oh, oh my man. goodness! I love I. You've got to love Pearl. I mean, yep. she's a weird little child, but man, she's a what character. a handful. The things that she says, <laughs> but you know, every once in a while, my kids say things, and I'm just like, "What? Where did that come from?" So, how did you I, know I that? Some, I sometimes can relate to that to her because I was like, "Yeah." It's like, and, how do you know? Was, like they're beyond their years. And so many times, I think she looks at Pearl, and she's like, you know. Am I doing something wrong? Is that why this child is so bizarre? And I think yeah. we have those moments. Not that my kids are as weird as Pearl, but <laughs> I, I do feel like there's moments where, like, you know, you always worry. Like, is my parenting style going to produce a decent person? And she constantly, and I feel like every mom feels like that. Am I doing it right? Do I, you know, am I parenting right? Am, are yep. they going to turn out okay because of the way I raised them? And yes. I feel like so much of Hester's grief is like over this child of like, how am I doing this right? You know? And remember, she's a single parent, you know, she like is. she's doing this by herself. Right. I mean, even Dimsdale at one point, he had said, I didn't even, I don't really know about children. Children doesn't, children don't really like me, Yeah. you know? And it's like, so she's, you know, like he, if you look at his character development, 
he doesn't really try to make that connection with Pearl. Right. Except for to just say when we are at the pearly gates or when we're in front of judgment. Right. You know, um, that's the only time he sees, you know, his relationship with Pearl. Which, why would he think Pearl would Pearl? be there? I find that so weird. Like, he thinks Pearl's going to be in judgment. Like, why would Pearl be judged? I don't understand I don't the way these people think. Like, she it's was weird. not part of that decision making. Like, why would she go before? I don't know. I found that weird, too. That, like, the three of them as a family are going to be standing there in judgment standing day. Standing judgment. I'm like, yeah. what? But that was his only connection. Like, he couldn't have anything beyond. He didn't want to look at anything beyond that type of yeah. relationship with uh, with, with Pearl. So can know? we talk about what happens when Hester and Go. the pastor finally meet up? I was... Go. I, yes. was, I was in shock. So... Yes. I'm you glad know, that they, this was the first time that they showed them meeting up, except for that midnight... Um, yeah, and that was so uh, weird. Yeah, now we finally get a sense of their relationship. So they meet up and they're talking and she tells him, listen, I spoke to Chillingsworth and, you know, he's not going to bother you anymore. And now Dimsdale's like, he's going to tell everyone. Like, now that you've said that, he's going to tell everyone. And she's like, no, he's not going to do that because he doesn't want anyone to know how he's, like, involved in all this. This shame. Yeah. Exactly. But, um... Uh, Dimsdale is not like completely convinced of this, and then oh, and with good reason. Well, yeah, <laughs> I mean he's been living with this guy for seven years, and it's seven been a nightmare. Years. So. Um, yeah, I mean <laughs> with good reason he doesn't trust this man. But then all of a sudden they come up with this crazy plan of like, you know what? I don't like it here. Let's just leave, like together, you and I. Let's run off together and be a family. And I'm like, seven years, this has been like, nobody says anything. They talk for the first time in like, I don't know how many years. And they're like, let's run away together. And they obviously still love each other. Like, they're still in love with each other. And I loved how he came alive. Did you notice that? Like, he was like like a different person. We never saw that side of him. And we're like, oh, okay, this is why she loved him. Because before, I'm like, how does she love this wimp? Like, you know, <laughs> but now it's like he's a totally different person. And they come and up with this whole hope. crazy plan. Yeah. Yes. And it was just and, like, and when and they came up with like, the plan, I was like, you could be anything you want and we can go I anywhere know. we want. And like, yes. she's like completely. No one has like, to know. Yeah. And she takes but, off her bonnet and she lets out her hair and she pulls off her A and she's like beautiful again and feeling like, you know, and then, freedom. And then, <laughs> What I thought was funny is Pearl was like, put your A back on. Yeah. So then she's like, oh, let me bring the child over so she can meet you. And he's like, oh, kids don't like me. Oh, Pearl will love you. And she goes to get Pearl. Pearl does not want to come over at all. She's like, "Uh, I don't want to talk to these people. And then she's like flipping out. She has a whole tantrum that lasts forever. And it's like. And I was like seven. I was trying to picture what a seven-year-old tantrum looks like. But yes, she did. But she was like flipping out. And that goes on for a while. Like Hawthorne really goes into. She would not come. Yeah. And it was like, you know, and you could see her reflection in the water. And it was, he just kept going on and on about how she looked. And like, she was like really upset. So her mom has to put her hat back on, tuck her hair back in and put the A back on. For Pearl to come over. And she's just like, come on, child. <laughs> now do you know she, your own mother? She didn't, but isn't that something? Because she didn't know her mother like yeah. that. 
She's only, you know? and it's so funny. So I had just cut off all my hair and I came home and my kids were all like upset and they yes. were like, we don't like it. Put your hair back on. And, <laughs> and I felt like Hester. I was like, wow, my kids, like, they're so used to me with long hair that they're like, no, that's not. And Judah kept saying, what did he say? It looks creepy. It looks so creepy. And I'm like, what? Oh <laughs> so I was like, I definitely felt like Hester in that Hester, moment. Hester, now you know what she was doing. Yeah, getting. and they were like wanting me to put my hair back on. I'm like, I can't even do that for them. <laughs> so I you experienced know what that. That, <laughs> that scene reminded me of, I'm reading um, the black, I'm pre-reading the black ships of, the black ships before Troy. Oh, I read that book. <gasps> you did? Yeah. Oh, it was a read aloud I did with Joan in, I don't know how many years ago. Oh, we're doing it this year. Um, but there was a scene where Hector is all, he's all, he's in his, you know, his war gear and his, mm -hmm. his child. He's saying goodbye to his wife because he doesn't think he's going to make it back from war. Right. Then he wants to say goodbye to the baby, but the baby will not go to his dad. And then he realizes, oh, you know. I got to take my helmet off. Yeah. And then he did go. Like he and his wife had a, a a tender moment of laughing at that. And so he took, you know, his helmet off and then the baby went to him. So it's like, yeah. oh, that's daddy. Yeah. Yeah. So kids definitely don't do well with change. No. And Hester was, um, um, Pearl was like, wow, this is crazy. My mother's hair is out. Her, her bonnet is off and she's got the A off. Like, yeah, what is Pearl going loves on? that A. Like Pearl's obsessed with that A. The entire book, it's like... Pearl being obsessed with that A. She loves it. Absolutely. <laughs> so, but I I loved this sense of hope and excitement yeah. that Dimsdale was you know feeling. What? It was just like that book is so pounds. heavy and you finally feel like, oh, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. There's hope. But yes. then the other part is like they're doing the wrong thing. <laughs> so then you're like I don't know. And, kind of, and then you think, like, is this going to actually go through? Like, is are they yeah. going to actually be able to escape this? It seems impossible. It seems impossible. Only only because... And then one thing I thought about was, like, he was... Rest, his restoration... His hope came from the idea of leaving and being with Pearl. And it wasn't in God. Like, you know, like... Like, meaning, like, as the pastor, you would think, like... Because uh, he understands and knows redemption, which obviously Dimsdale doesn't. Right. You know, it's not God um, that he finds that this jubilant joy that he's feeling. Like, he doesn't know, like, I am forgiven if I repent. You right. know, like, and it's funny because I actually felt different. Hester kind of said, like, of course you're forgiven. You're so good, and God has forgiven you. Like, she actually had a moment of like, you're not being punished anymore and he was like you don't know anything i am and i just thought it was interesting i feel like she had a lot more clarity than he did in that chapter i well i think for him the hardest thing was that he did not confess his sin right you know and so how can you i guess in his head how can you repent if you don't confess your sin and confession meant doing it on the, the scaffold in front of the whole right. town yeah <laughs> Yeah. And wearing an A yeah. and being scorned, but I'm thinking that probably would have been all right if they if they both could have just left together. Yeah, yeah. You know, like this, this whole story could have been finished at the beginning. Let's just go. Let's get. Yep. Let's married. get married. <laughs> we'll have this kid. We'll live a life that's decent. And she wouldn't have ever known if her husband was alive or dead. She hadn't heard from him in years. Well, that's so true. She so she could have just assumed he was dead at that point. 
Well, that's true. She did. She did not know, so she could not have gotten married then because she she didn't know the status of her husband. But yeah, but I feel like I don't she could have found it, somebody that would have been like, "Oh yeah, he's dead." <laughs> I thought it was interesting, uh, just how his he he was like he was just a hundred pounds lighter, and I love yeah. that he had that hope. But we know that <laughs> that hope doesn't last long. But for the few seconds that we had it for it with him, I think it was a. Uh, it was good. He was excited and he was ready. I, and I was surprised that he said yes. Like, I'm yeah, thinking, y'all could have thought, y'all could have, you didn't have to wait seven years. We could have had this conversation. I know. That's what I was saying. I'm like, they waited this long to do this? Like, if you're going to do it, do it from the start. So crazy. And I was thinking, like, I wonder what what changed for him. Like, did you get a sense What changed of, like, for what? her? Like, why didn't she come to him before and be like, hey, let's just get out of here? Like, as soon as she found out she was pregnant, like, why did she, why did she wait? I don't know. That's Neither true. of them have made any sense. And I don't think the book just, I don't think the book got in deep as to why, like you said, why did she wait seven years? Because she, she had to have some idea. I mean, it's been seven years that did, you know, that Dimsdale, I mean, she had a relationship with him. So, you know, I would assume you, you know, your, your lover, you know, like, like he doesn't look well. Yeah. He's uh pale. I mean, listen, the Pearl is seven and Pearl can figure this out. Yeah. I think she could look and say, Dimsdale don't look like how he used to. You <laughs> yeah. know. Could it be because my husband is living with him? <laughs> my husband who hates him and wants him to die yeah. Yeah. is living with him. You think I mean, that's everything she did, well? everything she did, like took forever. It was like, why did you let all of that go on for so long? There's a lot of things where I'm like, huh, interesting choice. <laughs> But thankfully, she does seven years later. And I was thinking seven years of 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 that, you know, um, a on his chest. You know, mm-hmm. that's a long time to be, you know, infected or in pain or yeah. you know, whatever he was. Yeah. You know, the fact that he lasted seven years yeah. without treatment was a long time, too. And notice it was seven years. The number seven. Yeah. I don't know. If, um if Hawthorne did that on purpose, but it was, you know, seven years when everything came to a climax, you know, and so, oh boy, I think, um, I, I thought it, I was waiting for that. I was like, that was like the best chapter. <laughs> that I know. Chapter I thought just... so too. That's what I was saying last week. I was like, I cannot wait to discuss this one. Oh so I think, goodness. I think for next week, we should just kind of go over the conclusion of the whole thing, how it finally yes. comes to an end. Yes. Where we all end up, all these characters. Um, I yes. I wanna I definitely look forward to that. But yeah, I feel Me like too. I feel like we'll come to the end of the Scarlet Letter and finally know how it all ends. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Best chapter yet. <laughs> I'm telling you, because Pearl was in it. Pearl makes everything like she's like the she's the star of this whole book. I know. <laughs> all right, so we did good. We got through our. Um, we got through our, our talk of Ruth, and we've got through our talk of the the Scarlet Letter. So, and so we have next a plan. week, we can, we're finishing it up. We can start, and we can start. And we Samuel. can start Samuel because you Which said you I love the beginning love of the Samuel because <laughs> we get to hear all about his mama. So yes, oh, I do. yes, yeah. I do love the beginning too. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm so, I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah. Um. So all right. So we're looking forward to finishing up and wrapping up. And hopefully by the, by the next time we'll know what we're doing next. Yeah, so it's your turn to pick the that. book. 
So I say we'll go forward with whatever you decide. Yay! I changed my mind about whatever I told you. Okay. Before. All right. So you can do, you can reveal to me what you finally decide what the final decision is next time. All right. We are so thankful for you who have stayed and listened, and I hope we were able to make you smile and think and and then, and make you desire to read these books. <laughs> Yes, but most most importantly, read the Bible and maybe just find little things that you didn't know or remember or catch. And we hope that it does inspire you to read the Velveteen Rabbit. No. Yes. (laughs) And the Book of Ruth. Yes. I'm actually, I want to go and listen to it on audio now. I'm like excited to uh, to listen to it. Oh my goodness, you have to. (laughs) All right, everyone. We thank you so much for listening. All right. Have a good night. Good night. Thank you so much for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Can you do us a favor? If you like this podcast, please write a good review for us on iTunes or Spotify or your favorite podcast player. Your review or like helps others to find and listen to our podcast. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time.